Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's podcast, I wanted to talk to you about the systems of change. Um, When it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, social justice, discrimination, all have become sound bites um, and opportunities for surface actions, um, performative steps that are more about feeling good than making real change and creating a ripple effect that is long lasting and sustainable. And so this podcast is in reaction to um, a lot of what I'm seeing going on um, in the world, in particular after the announcement of the verdict um, at the the trial for Derek Chauvin, the um, ex-police officer who murdered George Floyd. And so as I processed reaction to the verdict that I saw online, I, I listened to other podcasts, I listened to conversations. And so reaction to the verdict in that trial was varied. Um, People didn't have a chance to really process it before news of another police shooting, this time of a 16-year-old black girl in Ohio who died after four bullets to the chest. And so there's widespread, um, you know, conversation about what all of this means. How can we have justice in one instance where you have a police officer who's finally charged for um, the murder of a black man? And then you know, not less than an hour later, you have another incident of um, a police officer using deadly force um, when it comes to a black person. And so why does this keep happening? Why do DNI or change efforts fail, quote unquote? Why are we still fighting for what seem to be basic things? Why is it that diversity, equity, inclusion seem to be so hard of a concept for people to grasp? And our efforts at organizational change and reform seem to be falling short because instead of focusing on the long-term effects of change and instead of focusing on changing this system, we're so focused on changing or, or scratching the surface. We want to have repeated conversations about you know, the way people need to behave and the way people need to interact with each other and the way people need to be considerate of each other. And I'm not saying those aren't necessary because they are. But we also simultaneously need to look at the systems that are put in place, the organizational policies and procedures that are put in place that are creating an opportunity for what we don't want to continue. And there has been all of this uh, discussion lately about quote unquote cancel culture, because when people look at things that were done in the past and see that they were really not great um, and that they were discriminatory and dismissive, um, and, um, and, and stereotypical that they're saying that now we want to cancel. Now we want to, you know, get rid of the statues. Now we want to change names. It's not that we are canceling anything. It's that we are entering a culture of accountability and that there are consequences for the things that you used to be able to get away with. And what we have to do if we're looking at long-term change is we have to look at organizational change. We have to look at systemic change. And so we have to look at reform beyond face value. So I know if you're listening to this, you're like, of course, we have to look at long-term deep-seated change. That's the way that, that things happen. But how do we go about doing it? So I want you to listen to some steps I'm going to give you in this podcast about how you should approach the long-term game 
um, for change. And so the first thing is thinking about your plan and, and really understanding what is it that I want to accomplish? How am I going to go about this? You know, don't just jump in. Pick your landing spot. Um, there is a saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so many times, diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, and anti-racist efforts, um, change efforts, um, engagement efforts, whatever it is, all of this usually starts with people making a reaction to something. They are jumping straight into the actions and saying, we have to do something. Well, before you do something, you need to plan what it is you're going to do. You know, how much time will this take? How committed are you to the long game? We don't need any more performative actions. We don't need anyone else to say that this is something that we rally behind, quote unquote, but you don't actually have a plan for how you're going to get there. How much will you deal with the pushback? If someone comes back and says that they don't agree or they feel offended or they think that this is the wrong way to go, how are you going to address that? How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to make sure that the change efforts that you are in, that you are implementing are going to be impactful? I'm not just talking about your intention because everyone has good intentions. Everyone wants to make things better. But instead of spinning your wheels by doing things that really don't have any traction to them, how about taking the time to plan out exactly what's going to be done? to account for pushback, to account for questions, to account for people saying that you're only doing this because of the PR or the optics. What is this going to look like at the end? How are we going to see a difference? How are we going to know that we have arrived? And you don't need a long out, drawn out planning process, but you do need a focused process. Those are two different things. How are you going to unveil the plan? Who's going to be involved in creating the plan? You know, how do you, how do you make sure that you are doing something that you are creating for the long term? Figure out your goals, create a plan to get there. What, what are the people? What is the time? What is the learning that needs to happen? What are the resources you're, you are dedicating and committing to putting behind it? And how are you going to provide support? So your planning process has those five components that you have to think about. Your people, your time, your learning, your resources, and your support. If you do not address those five areas in your planning, then you are not creating a good plan. That's number one. Number two, actions. What are you actually going to do specifically? And how do you... How do those specific actions directly address the issue or provide a solution to the problem? It is not enough to just have the conversation. That is a start, great. But what will you do differently as a result? How is this conversation going to lead to a sustainable shift in the way people do things? How are you going to support them during this process? How are you going to prepare them for this moment? Because change doesn't happen where you just have a workshop or have a learning session or have a talk or have a conversation and read a book and read some articles and you flip the switch and now all of a sudden everyone's better. Everyone's different. Everyone is now going to do things differently than they have done for their entire lives. That is not how change works. 
You have to make sure that the actions that you commit to, the things that you say you're going to do are not just performative. They have to be sustainable. What kind of support are you going to put in place? What kind of resources are you going to put in place? How are you going to enable and equip your people, your leaders, your managers to be able to, to, to support the actions that you have committed your company, your organization, your team to? People are talking about defunding the police, which is a really bad term because people think of defund and they think take away all of the money instead of defunding, meaning that we're reallocating the resources and we're, we're putting more resources into other aspects of that organization. But I digress. When you are looking at actions, at change actions in your organizations, and you're looking at how do we address these issues, you need to look at what it is that you're going to do and realize that it needs to be able to be sustained over the long term. Otherwise, it's performative. If your actions do not have a ripple effect to leading to things being different overall over the long term, then maybe you didn't take the right action. Which brings me to my next point of accountability. Who is accountable for the changes or lack thereof? Who's responsible? Both for the strategy and the implementation and the learning and training that needs to happen, the measurement and the sustainability. Who is going to make sure that this is happening? You cannot have DEI efforts at change and there's no accountability. And, and, and let me tell you, it needs to go beyond just saying that we are going to measure the number of quote unquote diverse candidates that we interview. We are going to improve or increase the number of diversity candidates, quote unquote, that are on our board or in our leadership. Yes, that's one outcome. But what else? How are you supporting your employees overall? What are you doing to make sure that the change in your organization is you have tangible benchmarks? If you are providing ongoing diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging learning sessions, which is necessary to have the shift in the mindset necessary for people to do something different. If you're going to have those ongoing, what are going to be the benchmarks? How are you going to measure this? What are you going to ask your leadership to be able to do? How are you going to measure this in terms of the way that they perform and the way that employee engagement increases? Are you going to measure this by your retention of, 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 of uh, minority employees? Are you going to measure this by the number of people on, on teams who are able to speak up and fully participate? How are you going to measure this change? What are the things? Who is accountable? Who's going to be the one that you come to and say, is this going as planned? And if it's not, how do we adjust? Because accountability is not just who you blame or who you fire if things aren't going well. Accountability is who's, who's the gatekeeper? Who's the one that's going to be the champion for this effort? Who's the one that's going to make sure that what you said you're going to do is what you're actually doing? And in the case of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, you need to have a DNI council. You need to have some uh, group of people that are going to oversee this. Now, if you're looking at change when it comes to your personal life, I'll get that to get to that for a minute. We've, we've talked about that on repeated you know, other episodes, but this one is specific to organizations because 
all of the things that are going on in this world, all of the things that are continuing to perpetuate itself, we're missing the boat because we're missing these basic fundamentals. So you have to have accountability. There was talk that instead of the the verdict for George Floyd being George Floyd's murder being justice, instead it was finally accountability. And accountability means holding people to task or responsible for their actions, for the consequences of their actions or lack thereof. So where's the accountability in your organization? Where's the accountability in your team? Where's the accountability with your leadership? Performative actions do not go past the rhetoric. Accountability is the key to sustainability. In order to have accountability, that brings me to my next point, measurement. Assess the process and evaluate the progress. What gets measured gets done. If you have no deliverables, no milestones, no KPIs or key performance indicators, how do you measure growth? Start with a pre-assessment or a survey. Go to listening sessions, focus groups, questionnaires. Find out where we are today. And then use that data to determine your appropriate action and your levels of achievement. And then continue to measure, continue to have surveys, continue to have focus groups, continue to have listening sessions. Develop this tangible list of what is it that we are going to see as a result of what we are trying to do. This long-term change initiative, how is this going to be different? How is this going to be better? You have to have measuring points. When I talk to clients and we talk about unveiling this plan and this strategy and these action steps and and conducting these these learning sessions and doing this, this development of their leaders, my question is always, what do you want to see and be able to do and be differently as a result of this process? How is that measurable? How do we prove that this is what we were, that this is what we achieved? And that goes back to the My Movie of Success that you've heard me talking about on several other podcasts. And if you don't understand what that is, please go back and look on my website at carsgroup.com. Do a search because I go into it in detail um, in a previous episode. But it has to get measured. And you have to measure both the process of how you're doing what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing to make sure that the actions you're taking are actually going to get you to the result that you want. You can't put together a hodgepodge of of different actions and activities because they sound good or because they look good on paper. Every action has to correspond to a result. How am I going to get there? That way you don't have any wasted actions. You don't have any any wasted efforts. You don't waste resources. You don't waste time. And you don't get people frustrated because it seems like you're spinning your wheels. So accountability and measurement go hand in hand. You need somebody to oversee this process. And you also need a way to measure the process and the progress. Which now brings me to my fifth point, sustainability. Don't start what you can't sustain. Don't dangle things in front of people and say, oh, we've done that for a year. We've done that for six months. We've had these learning sessions and these listening sessions and these focus groups. And we've committed to different hiring practices and interviewing practices. And hey, we trained everyone, didn't we? 
So we've done our part. No. Change, long-term, sustainable change gets you to your next normal. You can't get to a next normal if you keep going back to the way things were. So who's going to keep this going? Is this going to be embedded into the culture, the values, the systems, the beliefs of your organization? How do you check for continued growth and reset if need be? Policies, procedures need to adjust. This is when we talk about systemic change. Sustainability is wrapped up in systemic change because we have to change the system and the ways that we normalize doing things in order to make a shift. How is this going to sustain? How is this going to be sustained? What are the things that we're going to do and what are the ways in which we're going to do them to make sure that we are not just acting different, but we are actually different. And so when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, anti-racism, organizational change is necessary. The people side of change is important. When we talk about social justice and reform, all of that requires us to dig deep and to look at it from a wide picture systemic view. It's not just about the surface. It's about pulling back the layers and getting uncomfortable and recognizing that we need to learn and grow and develop. And yes, there are things that we could do differently in order to make sure that we are taking a long range approach. Surface and performative shifts aren't enough. It's time to take the gloves off and get down and dirty. It's time to peel back the layers. It's time to ask the hard questions. When you are looking at an organizational change, when you are looking at the ways that the system has been set up, when you are looking at policies and procedures, I want you to ask these questions. Who is this benefiting the most? Who is this harming? Who is being excluded? What policies and procedures need to change if we are going to do things in a different way? What does this way of doing say about our values and beliefs? Whose voices are missing? Who needs a seat at the table? Who has been excluded? These are the lenses that we need to look through. How is what has been going on and perpetuating the status quo, how is that benefiting those in charge? And how are we doing irreparable harm to others because we're not willing to share? It's not pie. Equity is not something that is limited. There's not a finite amount. If nothing else, based on the abundance and how people are growing richer by the day and how things are moving forward and companies are making more profits, if nothing else, we should be encouraged by the fact that there seem to be no limit to the success that's possible. So why are we hoarding it? Why are we acting as if the concept of belonging and being inclusive, the concepts of being treated like a person, like a human being, the concepts of everyone wanting to be happy and having a good life, why are we treating that as if it's something that is in limited supply? Ask the hard questions. That is the only way you're going to get to the root of what needs to be changed organizationally and systemically. 
your change efforts have to dismantle the systems that were created with a flawed or uninformed mindset. There are people who did things in the past. There are founding fathers who did things in the past. There were there are are minstrel shows and and TV shows and play, and things that were stereotypical because people did those things based on what was accepted at the time and based on what they knew at the time. There's a quote attributed to Einstein that says you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it, the same thinking that created it. So yes, we are going to adjust our view of what's acceptable in the world now because our view of the world has changed. Technology has changed. What we know has changed. So why would we operate now based on the thinking of then? That doesn't lead to long-term change. That doesn't lead to a next normal. It only leads to a perpetuation and a repeat of the system. We can't afford to do that anymore. You can't. Anything other than peeling back the layers and looking at things through a new lens based on what we know now is just perpetuating the status quo. Rip the band-aid off. Let's do the deep work. Let's ask the hard questions. Let's look at our systems and stop saying this is the way it's always been done. It's always been done that way because you've wanted it done that way. If something is no longer working, why are we doing it? The definition of insanity? Doing something over and over again. same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. Let's not be insane about this. Let's not be crazy about this. Let's be systemic. Let's be organized. Let's plan. Let's be accountable. Let's measure it. Let's dedicate ourselves to it. Let's move beyond the performative to doing things that are sustainable. Don't issue a statement if you're not committed to it. Don't start some changes by throwing some workshops at it and one-off trainings at it unless you are willing to do the deep work and face the backlash and face the people who are unsure and face the confusion and face feeling as if you don't have solid footing because this is all new. There is such liberation in creating a new system, a new opportunity being in uncharted waters where you alone can control what is coming next based on what you want to see. Let's let go of the comfort. Let's let go of the shore. Let's cast a new net, a wider net. Let's look at this differently. It's about the systems. It's about the ways in which We do things, our policies, our procedures. We cannot say that we are committed to long-term systemic change if we don't change the system. And if you're going to do that, you have to plan. You have to take action, committed specific action. You have to have accountability. You have to have measurement. And you have to aim for and plan for and set up your systems, resources, and support for sustainability. Let's not miss the mark on this. Let's not miss the opportunity. Let's create something new, something better. Let's look at this for the long haul. Let's do the deep work 
of transformation because that is what's necessary, transformation. And you can't transform something that is embedded in a psyche that is limited in its view and limited in its willingness to do what's necessary. If you are unsure of how to start this process, if you are unsure of what's necessary, then contact me, reach out to me. Visit my website, carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. I work with people and organizations to equip them to embrace, manage, and lead through change. I not only focus on the people side of change, but I also focus on the organizational side and how to better equip your people in order to implement long-term systemic change in your organizations. Reach out to me, schedule in a 15-minute assessment call. Let's talk about what your goals are, where you're trying to get to, and how we can craft a plan together that is gonna lead you to success. Visit my website, click on Let's Talk, and let's actually have a conversation about how to do what's next and how to bring about that long-term shift that you have been hoping for and wanting and needing in your organization. In the meantime, you can visit my website, do a search for me on, on, on Amazon, and be sure to pick up my book, Equip for Change, Doing the Deep Work of Transformation. That talks about the personal side of change and how it lends itself to the work of doing deep-seated organizational change. So everything that I talk about applies to individuals as well as organizations. You can't take the people out of the change process. I work with you to help you to understand and do both. It's not about you, but it involves you. Let's join together and see what we can do to become the change that we so desperately want to see. I hope you found this informative. I hope that this has given you some food for thought. I struggle a lot on how much to share on this podcast and how many ways in which I should be able to push people past the comfort zones that they have created. And if I seem more passionate during this particular episode, it's because as a black woman, I have seen so many ways in which lip service has been paid to any type of change, be it personal, organizational, systemic, we're past the performance. We're past the rhetoric. And I, frankly, am exhausted. I'm tired of spinning my wheels. I'm tired of watching colleagues and friends continue to struggle because we are not willing to do the hard work. No, it's not for the faint of heart, but everyone can play a part in this process. We need to look at this through a global lens. We need to look at this through a long-term lens. This is not something that's gonna be done and over with in a couple of workshop sessions. This is designed for us all to make a shift. Let's do the deep work. Let's hold ourselves accountable. Let's plan out specifically what we wanna see. Let's measure our process and our progress Let's commit. Let's provide the resources and the support. Let's not set up change efforts to fail before change efforts have begun. Let's do better. Let's know better. 
This is so far beyond our individual hangups. This is about our future. This is about the future of work. This is about the future of our world. This is about the next generations and what, we, what type of world we want to create and the role that our organizations have in that. So if you are listening to the sound of my voice, I want to encourage you. I want to implore you. I beg of you. Let's continue this fight. Let's look at this from an organizational standpoint. And let's make sure that when we say we want change, that we go beyond the performative, we go beyond the surface, and we unpack and do a deep dive into, into the systemic. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group. You have been listening to my podcast, Mindset to Mastery. Please tune in for continued episodes. Visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it's given you food for thought. Reach out to me. Let's talk and let's get about the business of creating long-term systemic change. Until next time, be safe. Stay sane, stay sanitized. Bye-bye.